Welcome to the Ultimate Journey, a podcast on awakening to spirit. I am your host, Frank DiGenova. Episode 14. Hi, and welcome to the Ultimate Journey, Awakening to Spirit podcast. I am your host, Frank DiGenova, and this episode is called Anxiety. There are so many people, especially nowadays, that suffer from this. Anxiety, simply put, is a reaction by the body and or nervous system when it doesn't feel safe or when it feels threatened. I have lived most of my life in this state, not even knowing what it was. I thought I was just hyper or high strung or just too sensitive. What did I know? Have you ever experienced a panic attack? I mean like fully threatened and feeling like you're going to die. Well, I have to admit in full honesty, I don't think that I ever did. In fact, I used to think that those that had panic attacks were over-dramatizing or making a big deal out of something so small. This was probably the same reason why I never saw a shrink or a psychiatrist or thought that I ever needed one. They're just for weak people, right? Well, me? (laughs) I've got news for me. I experienced rapid heart rate, sweating, shaking, you know, shortness of breath, but the lightheadedness, for sure. Not quite the chest pain or headaches, but the numbness, yes, and the tingling, yes. (laughs) Those are all symptoms of having a panic attack. Episode 12 is titled Trauma. It is my dominant belief that every behavior that is damaging, unhealthy, self-sabotaging, or negative in any way stems from a trauma. Some people can have lots of bad shit happen to them, and there's like nothing. It's like basically the water rolling off a duck's back. But for many of us, This just isn't the case. We carry inside of us unprocessed and trapped emotional experiences. And they are trapped because we didn't have the resources at the time to fully process and let them dissolve. Unlike in nature or in your backyard with the raccoons, they have the ability to freeze and let go and not allow that intense energetic signal to get stuck and condense in any part of their body. Like I mentioned before in my other podcast, that whenever a dormant memory or experience gets triggered, meaning when the button is pushed to release that again, the body goes into a fight or flight mode and then cortisol ejaculates throughout our whole body and puts us on high alert. Now remember, the unconscious mind doesn't know time. So when that buried memory gets triggered again, it doesn't know that it happened 5-10 years ago. It just knows that it's happening now. All the same responses and chemicals are released and we go back into a time warp. So we react the same way we did before and with the same helplessness as before. You see, when cortisol, the stress hormone, floods our body and we're in the fight or flight mode, we can't think. We go purely on survival instincts. Dude, what's with them, man? They just lost their shit for no reason. Dude, maybe it's not a reason for you, man, but they're like tripping right out. We may have learned to some degree to process better than when we first experienced that trauma, you know, better coping skills, but most times it's not enough. You know, we may think we're stronger, wiser and whatnot, but most oftentimes we fall off the mark. We may feel stronger and in control and try to control the situation, but that's when things really fuck up or we fuck things right up. Anxiety is the fear of losing control or not having control. So we do everything to try to get that. You know, we become hyper fixated on all the possible outcomes at once, like fixated on multiple, multiple outcomes. Talk about adding to the stress. 
we become restless, we can't concentrate, you know, we mull over all the details. I think this is where my perfectionism comes into play. And even though that I have made sure of every possible outcome and scenario, I still worry about it because what can go wrong? Let me ask you, out of all your worrying, all the concerns, has any of them really happened? Most often, not. It's all just scenarios that may happen, <laughs> that never really do. But still, you know, how do you just turn that off? You can't, really. Because there's a wound there, as I said before. You have to undetonate the bomb. But which wire do I cut? I don't know, is it the red wire or the, or the blue wire? And then the countdown spins faster and faster as our stress and cortisol levels just skyrocket. One who suffers anxiety, even if they're told with absolute certainty that something is 99.9999% most likely not to happen, that 0.001% is enough to keep the person neurotically invested in the outcome. Here's a spoiler alert or the last page of the Book of Life manual. Spiritually awakening or healing from any traumas or the conditioning that we have been subjected to in life is simply moving from the head into the heart. That's all, folks. That's the wrong duck. And just get out of our hood already. There are so many effects that we can experience body-wise, nervous-wise by continued states of anxiety. We could become irritable, you know, feel tired all the time with fatigue, suffer from headaches, body pains and aches. You know, we could even be claustrophobic. And as they say, the list can go on and on. But that might trigger a, an anxiety attack. Oh my, that's too, the list is too long. Oh no. You know, other symptoms can be profuse sweating, you know, sweaty palms and hands, you know, just being overly nervous all the time. In all my years of cutting hair, I've experienced many clients that would have uncontrollable twitches and tics and just severe tension in their neck and their body or whatnot. Just recently, I noticed a client twitching when I got close to them with the scissors and I said, oh, are you okay that it hurt you? And they responded, no, no, I, nothing, what's, what's wrong? <laughs> they didn't even realize. Anxiety not only causes you to breathe shallowly or have heart palpitations or affect your body posture, but also can play havoc on your gut. Now, I'm not talking about the belly button or your stomach but your intestinal tract. Many suffer from bowel problems, IBS, colitis, Crohn's, and a whole array of digestion problems. Or, you know, constipation. You're literally holding the shit inside. New research has proven that the mind or brain has a direct link to our gut and the microbiome and all that. Simply put, if your gut isn't right, neither are you or your mental states. Do you suffer from a racing mind and insomnia? Do you have irrational fears? Do you get stressed out really easily? Maybe you suffer from anxiety too. So looking back all those years ago, I had all the symptoms and tells. I remember in high school, we called the common area the commons. And that's where people would hang out between classes. Some people would have their lunch there. They weren't supposed to, but a lot of things were going on there. So it was like a community hangout. The main walkway was sunken down and there were stairs all along the edges, all connected rising up a few steps, and it was carpeted, so people sat down. So whoever would walk through the middle of the commons would be on display. People would check them out. I was so riddled with anxiety and low self-esteem that when I was walking, it felt like I was in a different body. I didn't even know how to use my body. It's like I had stage fright, and I was, you know, my mouth got dry, and my heart was pounding, and then I felt that each and every one's eyes were just drilling me laser, and I would be clumsy. I would fumble. I would look weird and not purposeful. I was literally and figuratively shitting my pants. 
No wonder I really didn't get laid in high school. <laughs> if I was if, if I was that self-conscious walking in a room full of people, how do you think I would get naked and perform in front of a naked woman being naked myself? Now, since many of us are walking around with these detonators, mousetrap loaded and ready to snap at any time, we do everything in our power to desensitize or numb out these buried memories. Who remembers, oh, thank you very much, Elvis Presley. He would be on uppers and downers and sideways and all these things. You know, the proverbial chemical shit show, like a yo-yo or a chemical merry-go-round. You'd have drugs to take him up and drugs to put him down and all this stuff, which in the end was responsible for causing his death. Or is he still alive? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Who knows these days? Well, you don't have to be Elvis to do the same damage and experiment in the same chemistry lab. We do just fine ourselves. You see, we have our own learned and preferred coping mechanisms, or in other words, substances. And they don't have to be cocaine or peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I think Elvis put bananas in them too, if I'm not mistaken. Instead, we have our own incredibly legal and easy to acquire drugs ourselves. Now, before I tell you what they are, I would like to say that these put us into the fight or flight mode and raise our anxiety levels. If you need or can't live without caffeine, sugar, and alcohol, you are self-medicating and keeping yourself locked into the anxiety and suppressing trauma. If you want to learn more about these substances, read my book, Create the Life You Desire and Unlock Your Greatest Potential. I'm not giving away everything here, come on. There are so many ways to remedy and treat anxiety. And one quickly is to calm down the vagus nerve, which is very important in this process. If you remember, I talked about the sympathetic and parasympathetic systems. The more information we have on how the chemistry works in our bodies, the better we can devise a plan or protocol to heal ourselves. We don't know what we don't know. Like I said in episode 11, I was up against hormones and neurotransmitters that were responsible for keeping me sick and inflamed and all that. So let me assure you, you're not weak or vulnerable if you ask for help. If you could have done it on your own, you would have by now. I don't want to sound like that commercial for those people living in Ontario and have heard the weight loss <laughs> advertisement. Then again, professing that you have no problem and that you have it under control is also part of the delusion or illusion of it and a way to perpetuate the victim identity or the poor me. It absolves us from taking responsibility to fix ourselves. Furthermore, many of us can be addicted to the adrenaline rush or the cortisol rush that we feel when we get into these intense experiences. You know, ask any skydivers or extreme sports or anybody that thrill seeks how good that rush feels. Many times we move from one coping mechanism to another, thinking that we've healed, when in fact we've just replaced one with another. This whole process is very insidious and most often we are not aware that we're doing this. This concludes episode 14, Anxiety. I'm your host, Frank DeGeneva, and thank you for enjoying the Ultimate Journey, Awakening to Spirit podcast. Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Journey podcast, Awakening to Spirit. Join me again next time for more spiritual talk. You can reach me at info at theultimatejourney.ca. I thank you in advance for visiting my website, theultimatejourney.ca. For more information on my online courses, listeners will receive my course motivation for free. Until next time, walk in love and in gratitude.